Good morning, faithful listeners. You have tuned in to the P40 Ministries podcast, the one place where you can get a daily explanatory Bible reading to start your day strong. This is your host, Jen, bringing you a brand new episode out of Genesis. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for tuning in. This is Jen here with P40 Ministries. Today's episode is kind of a continuation of Monday's episode, and that is because it is the sisterly rivalry uh, number two. (laughs) This is just a long continuation of how these women, these two sister, sister wives, honestly, are using their husband to compete with each other. And yes, it is a very odd story in the Bible, but if you have a sister, which I do, and I love my sister, honestly, I really, really do love my sister, and we are best friends. I consider my my sister one of my best friends. Hypothetically, and thankfully, this does not ever happen in our culture, hypothetically, if we were married to the same man, I truly don't know how I could deal with my sister. (laughs) So we do have to have a little bit of grace here in understanding this situation between these two sisters. You know, we might think it's insane and crazy, but imagine if you were stuck in that situation with your sister. I mean, if you put yourself in their shoes, you can kind of see how awful this would be and and the kind of competition and rivalry that would be happening in this situation. So let's read Genesis chapter 30, verses 14 through 24. We will read 10 verses today. I will be reading out of the W.E.B. version this morning, but as I always say, you can read out of whatever version you prefer. Reuben went in the days of the wheat harvest and found some mandrakes in the field and brought them to his mother Leah. Then Rachel said to Leah, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. Leah said to her, is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? Rachel said, Therefore he will lie with you tonight for your son's mandrakes. Jacob came home from the field that evening, and Leah went out to meet him, and said, You must come in to me, for I have surely hired you with my son's mandrakes. And he lay with her that night. God listened to Leah, and she conceived, and bore Jacob a fifth son. Leah said, God has given me my hire, because I gave my servant to my husband. She named him Issachar. Leah conceived again and bore a sixth son to Jacob. Leah said, God has endowed me with a good dowry. Now my husband will live with me because I have borne him six sons. Afterwards, she bore a daughter and named her Dina. God remembered Rachel and God listened to her and opened her womb. She conceived, bore a son and said, God has taken away my reproach. And she named him Joseph, saying, May Yahweh add another son to me. My first question when I read this was, what's with the mandrakes and what are mandrakes and why were they so important? So I looked that up and a mandrake is a root. And in this time of history, mandrakes were considered a fertility booster. So when somebody found a mandrake, it meant that they would have good fortune by having another child. So there was this whole superstition around these mandrakes, which was kind of funny. So when Reuben, who is Leah's firstborn son, goes out into the wheat fields, he ends up finding these mandrakes that are growing in the field. He takes them home to his mother, 
And Rachel sees this. And Rachel's like, uh, can I please have those mandrakes? So Leah says to her, and I've, I really found this, this kind of funny. Leah says to her, is it a small matter that you have taken away my husband? Would you take away my son's mandrakes also? So Leah here is blaming Rachel for taking Jacob away from her. I do find this kind of funny because many people believe that Leah was the one that stole away Jacob from Rachel. But Leah here believes the opposite. She believes that Rachel stole away Jacob from her. And if you think about it, you can kind of see why Leah might think this. You know, she was married to Jacob for a solid seven years before Rachel was. She has seven years to get to know him and to get to love him. All the while, he is pining away for another woman. You can imagine how awful Leah really felt, especially if she was an innocent victim in all of that and was kind of forced to marry Jacob in the first place. We don't really know that situation, though God does stick up for Leah time and time again, which makes me personally think that Leah was probably an innocent victim in all of this because God blesses her with children because he sees that she is unloved by her husband. At this point, Rachel has no children, but Leah, I think, has five or six sons at this point, and Reuben is one of them. He is the firstborn son of Leah and also of Jacob. You remember that Jacob also had the two concubines because Leah and Rachel were doing this whole thing about how many kids they could get out of Jacob, I guess. <laughs> Jacob also had the two concubines who produced some children for him as well. Reuben finds these mandrakes that were believed to help with fertility. Rachel sees this and she says, please give me some of your son's mandrakes. I need them. I, I want to have a baby. And Leah says, would you take away my son's mandrakes after also taking away my husband? Rachel says, okay, fine. You can go sleep with Jacob tonight, our husband. Go and sleep with him tonight. In turn, give me the mandrakes. <laughs> so Leah agrees. Jacob's coming out of the field and Leah goes to meet him. And she's like, okay, so I purchased you tonight for some mandrakes. Jacob's probably like, uh, okay. And he goes home to her and he sleeps with her. During all this, there's not a lot of fight from Jacob. I've noticed he's kind of just like, okay, I'll just sleep with whoever. And so he goes and sleeps with Leah. Jacob asks no questions, or at least there's no recorded questions that Jacob asks. And he goes and sleeps with Leah. It says that God listened to Leah. Once again, God continually listens to Leah. She ends up conceiving and bearing Jacob, a fifth son. Oh, I'm sorry. She only had four kids at this point. So she ends up conceiving and bearing Jacob a fifth son because God listened to Leah. You remember from Monday's episode that Leah was no longer producing children. She thought she was done. She ended up giving her maid to Jacob because she didn't want Rachel to win the whole child thing because Rachel had given her maid to Jacob. Her maid had gotten pregnant with a son for Jacob. And so Leah did the same exact thing and got caught up in this whole competition thing. But Leah herself thought that she was done having kids. Then she conceives one more time. Leah names the baby Issachar because she says, God has given me my hire because I gave my servant to my husband. She almost believes that because of this servant that she gave to her husband to sleep with, that God is almost rewarding her in a way for doing that, or at least 
sees how much of a victim she is and gives her another son. So she names him Issachar. Directly after this, Leah gets pregnant again and gives Jacob a sixth son. So at this point, Leah has six sons and Rachel has none. So what does that tell you about the mandrakes? The mandrakes had nothing to do with any of this. This was just a superstition at the time about these mandrakes. And the woman who ended up getting the mandrakes, which was Rachel, is still not having children. Yet, Leah here is having children. So Leah is seeing God's power. She doesn't need mandrakes. All she needs is God. It's just funny that Rachel is the one that ends up with mandrakes and still does not have any children. So many years have probably passed at this point after this whole mandrake thing, and Rachel still doesn't have any children. But Leah now is having children. And this is probably killing Rachel on the inside because Leah is very clearly winning this whole competition about sons. Rachel had said that this was a competition. It's kind of funny. One of the, one of the sons that her servant had with Jacob, she named him Naphtali, which means wrestling, wrestling with my sister and I have won is what she said. And you can look at that in verse 8 of Genesis chapter 30. But going back to verse 20, Leah once again conceives. So she conceives twice, two sons. Leah ends up naming her sixth son, Zebulun, because she says, I have now born my husband six sons and he will live with me now. So she's not even looking for this love that she was looking for in the last episode where, where we talked about that. Now she's just happy that she has six sons once again. And she knows that her husband is not going to love her, but he will have to live with her. <laughs> just the surrender that she has in this statement here, rather than looking for this love. She just knows at this point, it's not going to happen, but I am blessed because I have six sons and my husband will continue to live with me. I do find Leah's plight a little bit sad. She was looking for this love and affection that her sister had, and she never got it. She never got it from Jacob. And that's truly just a sad, sad story. But God was still merciful to her and honestly gave her the desires of her heart. Even though she didn't get this affection from her husband, she had six sons and a daughter here in verse 21 that were able to give her affection instead of her husband. Plus, she very clearly wanted kids, very, very clearly from these passages, wanted children. And God blessed her immensely with so many kids. She ended up having seven of her own children that God blessed her with. So even though sometimes we don't get exactly what we want, God always does see us. He makes life a little bit easier for us. Life is always filled, unfortunately, with suffering and with sadness. But God sees, God hears, God listens. In verse 17, God listens to Leah and he gave her what she asked for. So just hold on to that promise if you are going through a tough time yourself. But in verse 21, it says here that she gets pregnant again and has a daughter this time and names her Dina. Now, this was the first daughter that Jacob had. He had all sons. So boys clearly ran on Jacob's side of the family. I mean, Abraham had boys, Isaac had two boys, and now Jacob has all these boys and then a little girl. But in verse 22, after many years have passed, and Rachel, it seems like, is done with this whole competition thing. 
it says God remembers Rachel and God listens to her and he opens her womb. She ends up conceiving, bearing a son, and she names him Joseph because Joseph means God has added. She says, God has taken away my reproach with this young boy. So God has taken away my shame with this child. He has added this son to me and may God add another son to me is what she says in verse 24. It seems like Rachel is done with this whole competition thing. After Leah has three more children, Rachel is finally done. And then God listens to her. It is true that once we surrender to God's will, that is when God does amazing things. I remember before I met my husband, I was just a miserable person. Honestly, I wanted a relationship so badly, but I was never getting one. I saw all my friends going through relationships and going in and out of relationships, and I desperately wanted a boyfriend, but I couldn't find anybody that wanted to date me. <laughs> I was a weird person. But finally, when I let go of that desire, that was when God was like, okay, here's your husband. I ended up meeting Garrett probably only a few months after that whole surrender thing that I went through where I was like, I'm, I'm okay with my life. You know, I'm content with where God put me. Finally, God gave me my husband, gave me the desires of my heart. And the same thing here with Rachel. The second she lets go of that control that she wanted for a baby, God listens to her and allows her to start having babies and she ends up having a son and naming him Joseph. Joseph is one of my most favorite stories in the entire Bible. We will learn about Joseph's story soon in just a few chapters here. But guys, thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Join me on Friday for another episode out of Genesis chapter 30. We will finish out the chapter on Friday. Now, also, I want to let you guys know that on Monday, I will be having a guest speaker and she is such a fantastic lady who will be coming on the P40 Ministries uh, podcast to discuss some things with you guys. So definitely stay tuned for that. She will be here on Monday. So I am super excited about that. And I hope you guys are too. Now, friends, if you like the podcast, make sure to share it on your social media platforms. Tell people about it. Let people know that it exists and make sure to rate it five stars. That is an excellent way to... Uh, help other people find it from whatever platform you are listening on. If you are on Audible, you can actually rate every single episode. And if you are on Spotify, it's very, very easy to share episodes on Spotify. They link with all sorts of different um, uh, social media websites for that exact purpose for sharing. Guys, thank you so much once again for tuning in. I will see you guys tomorrow morning, bright and early, 6 a.m. for an episode out of Matthew. Happy listening and God bless.